2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get back to You Better You Bet presented by Bet MVM on the BetQL Network.
1: Back to you Better You Bet, Jeremy Con in for Nick Casas, Ken Barkley as well here. On You Better You Bet, why do I feel like Bill Mats is putting these these uh, bumper music, these intros with a Casio keyboard behind the scenes and recording it? Oh like he's yeah? just putting out bangers. We're taking yeah, Bill that's live. What I think's going on? Oh, yeah, man. that's uh, Bill's brand new Daft on that Punk keyboard. Ninja <laughs> Ninja
2: Guide N. I gotta keep saying it right. Yeah, is, uh, was the uh, is that the me? other one that was one of the ones earlier. That's that was a Ken. That was a me edition the other day. Because it was like a, that's oh, a techno remix of a, it's from the, yeah, yeah Ninja Gaiden 2 uh, on NES. That was uh, the uh, train level. That's actually one of my favorite music tracks. So we got a like techno <laughs> remix of that. Because it's, the the more obscure, the better. On this show, the, the nerdier, the better. That's usually
1: our motto. Is it Ninja Gaiden? Because I always called it Ninja Gaiden when I was a kid. That's always I what I, maybe I called it. Pronouncing
2: and then Nick Nick corrected is me. It? I go like, I go, is it Gaiden? Because like, I've been saying it wrong. He's like, yes. He's like, I've been to Japan. This is how you pronounce these words. I go, oh. Okay. So now I have to say it that you way on the he, show.
1: It stinks. You think he made that up? Did you ever try to call him on it? Like, have you really been to Japan? He <laughs> It's uh he he
2: tends to uh he tends to make stuff up sometimes and I'm usually really gullible and I believe it. This was one anything <laughs> anything pronunciation Japanese things, Asian culture. He's like too obsessed with these things for it to be uh a facade and so uh, for it to be hmm, fake. Okay. So he's uh yeah i think normally i'd be right there with you i think this one was uh this one was authentic
1: no i i believe him i'm just wondering you guys have a closer relationship if you're like ah come on dude did you really go to like you know, call him out on some right. stuff it would have been uh, funny yeah.
2: I, like yeah. i don't know if he went like i wasn't on the plane with him it would be very funny if he just like. not do you ever uh, you ever watch the show news radio that used to be on with phil hartman and those guys yes. you ever used to watch the show so yep. there's a uh, uh andy Bay, dick right? uh famous like famous for a few reasons like comedian was uh, played a character (laughs) named Matthew on that show and there is literally an entire episode where he comes back from a trip to Japan with all these souvenirs for everybody at the station and like gives like uh, gives Dave the boss like a samurai sword and like a story to go with it gives out like books and stuff and then at the end of the episode there's some like really heightened argument and he basically goes like all right I admit it I never went to Japan (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like I was like what like wait it's like he's like I you know I was at the airport and I didn't want to go so I bought all the souvenirs so you didn't think I'd be weird or something and it was just like or I did not think I was weird so I it just it's actually I think we just described a like a plot line of actually a pretty famous sitcom which is good
1: it works out well let's get back to these MLB markets let's make me happy when we get to the AL what do you got yeah we do rookie of the year
2: this is, this is uh this is the the Jake special this is the Jeremy special God, I'm positioned where it's kind of the me special here now, too, which is great. Uh, Look, we've done this market a ton. Every time we do it, the handicap is the same. Uh, Masataka Yoshida's chances of winning are not nearly what the market has them at, even though there was a time when he was hitting well, never well enough to justify the price, and he was always the vulnerable favorite. What we're seeing occur really, really, really slowly is he is starting to gradually drift from being the favorite to the second choice. His price is going up and up. And, spoiler alert, it's going to go to about 9,000 to 1 and by sometime by the end of the season. Because um, <laughs> it seems very, very unlikely that he is going to win. So the updated market for this, uh, Josh Young of the Rangers is uh, plus 260. Yoshida, 3. Gunner, 350. Hunter Brown, 6. Then a lot of long-priced guys. The notable ones like like Ruiz of the A's is 20. Like just maybe he leads the majors in stolen bases. Like he's really not going to win. Royce Lewis is 25. That seems really unlikely now, which really, really hurts me deeply, but maybe in another month, I'll feel differently. Uh, a ton of pitchers who can't win with the exception, maybe of Taj Bradley or in like the 30 to 40 range. And that's like kind of it. Zach Neto of the, there's two other players we can talk about. Zach Neto of the angels, I think was kind of like onto something. Started the Homer a little bit. I think got hurt. And uh, yeah. he's on 10-day IL, which is a really big bummer. And so he he's going to get hurt by that a little bit. Obviously, it doesn't give everybody else a chance to put more ground. He had really almost caught up to everybody, and his price had not dropped, and it was like looking like it might be a tremendous betting opportunity. And now you kind of got to like stall on that one and, and hope that when he comes back, he's the same, and then maybe you bet it at that point. He's like 80. And then one other player I'll mention, and then we'll kind of go around the table here. Uh, Ryan Noda of the A's is going to end up being like a really funny situation. So he is thought of by the market as essentially having a 0% chance to win this award. Uh, There is a market that currently has him at 75 to 1 to win AL Rookie of the Year, despite the fact that in both war projections among rookies in the American League, he is number one. (laughs) So it's just, it is June 16th. He leads the AL in both B War and F War. Leads in both. He is 50 to 1 at MGM. He is 75 to one somewhere else. I cannot remember a situation. To be fair, I haven't been baseball awards very long, but even in like other sports, usually, even if the guy stinks, if his numbers, are th- this is kind of like, like a mini version of Marcus Stroman. But like, look at what happened to Stroman's price. Like he was like 100 and now he's 18 or 20. Like his price mm-hmm. did drop. Just nobody thinks he could win. Still, this guy's price has moved nowhere. And he's still number That's one. It and it's june 16th it's in, <laughs> so i just it's interesting because isn't that kind of funny
1: he started yeah he started to show up in some of the like a, a lot of daily fantasy stuff now everybody's talking about Noda because he's a cheap first baseman and you can play him and yeah. he's got a little bit of pop um yeah i think he's a good player that's an interesting pool and in bringing him up and looking at the i would have never guessed he would have been the highest in war amongst all these guys because i don't think anybody's gonna what, look at the a's what would have right? been tougher? Get, guessing him number one in war getting the three teams that have the Jersey
2: you know, not retired or whatever. I mean, that would, it's just, he's, I think nobody would have gotten that. So, uh, Jake, I know yeah. both you and Jeremy are probably own a lot of Gunnar Henderson stock and he has been the biggest price drop in the market. So like Young's price hasn't changed very much, like two to one, three to one he's held. He is second among rookies in war. He's just behind Noda. And, uh, if you average the two projections and he's second in both, no matter what, um, and Gunnar Henderson's kind of not there yet, but gaining. He's less than a half win behind both of them. And he's played phenomenally for about a month. Uh Jake, what what price drop, if any, or or you know, movement, if any, do you uh do you predict here going forward and how happy are you with what's happening?
0: Oh man. I like listen. It's like You're can so you happy. know this about me? Like I am Gunner not Henderson. like victory yeah. yeah, I am not victory lap guy, I am not like green check mark guy. Just like occasionally, like if we hit a home run prop, like I'll quote, quote tweet it with a meme of Mike Bring that just says, "I'm about to say bang so loud." Like I'll do that occasionally just because it's funny. I'm gonna take such a victory lap on this. I nailed this. Like yeah, and, I, and I know exactly the day, May 23rd. Henderson was 35 to one. Young was 18 to one, and I said. This is the time. Like this day, this moment, right now, it's going down. And look where we are now 3 weeks later. I like wake up and I look like if I'm sad and I need a dopamine hit, I just look at the AL rookie of the year prices because I just I crushed this. I'm not going to lie. You, like <laughs> I am not victory somebody doesn't lap, like victory guy, laps, but I you're crushed uh, this. You're taking a pretty big one
2: right now for somebody who doesn't like him. So yeah. you're kind of And he hasn't even won anything yet. Uh what do you Exactly. Okay. He's uh he's plus 350. Young is 260, Yoshida's 3, Gunner 350. Is Gunner's price going to continue <laughs> dropping? We can't know night to night performance is going to dictate a lot of this, but like on average mm-hmm. everybody keeps kind of doing what they're doing. What happens here in the next couple weeks?
0: Everyone keeps doing what they're doing. I think Young or not Young, uh, Henderson, Henderson, and Yoshida, I think, flip at some point. Because I think we're starting to get to this point where it's like, okay, Yoshida's good, but that good is closer to average than it is to great. And Henderson and Young, their good is closer to great. And I still think, like, Royce Lewis might just have an adjustment period happening right now. And then after that, he's just going to be awesome. Like, we saw the flashes a couple times already. That first week when he got called up, he had a couple home runs in his first couple games, too. Like, I think the adjustment period is happening that all rookies have. It happens to everybody. And then I think Royce Lewis really has a chance to come down here. And I mean, you're right about Noto. Like, people are starting to notice finally that he's a rookie. And I mean, the A's going on that streak helps and puts eyeballs yes. on them. Big but, time. like,. And I think that's why. He was just toiling in anonymity because he's on the A's. So I think that's going to start to come down, too. Um, but right now, I mean, we're on Henderson watch for the rest of the year.
2: I, oh, man. Jeremy, what, you want to go next year? Just because I know Gunner's one of your guys, too, obviously, Orioles.
1: Yeah, I think we should just push the beds together, maybe make bunk beds, and we'd have so many <laughs> more room for activities. Jake and I probably just became best friends the way he's talking about yeah. Gunnar. Look, I – I interviewed this guy when he was drafted, and he kept calling me sir. And I said, calling me sir is like putting an elevator in an outhouse. that don't belong. He is he is a southern boy through and through. He just turned 22. <laughs> he is he's going to be amazing. And he's hit at every level. He, like, flew through the farm system. And when he had the slow start, I'm like, just, I'm yelling at fans here in Baltimore. like, please wait. Stop saying, send the guy down. Look at what his uh, – you know, his OPS is. It's still really high. He's walking a ton. His batting average is in the low 220s, and he had a high on base percentage. So, all this was going to come to fruition. The power, he hasn't even got his man strength yet. Wait, wait until he gets that. I mean, he's lifting, he's getting bigger. Uh, I think Gunner's going to move up the chart. Tr- I'm not telling you he's going to win the award because Young's been great, but I do think Gunner is a, a, a live bet. And if you got in at 35 to 1, like Jake, because I think to start of the season, he was 3 to 1, he was the favorite. Um, yep. Just interesting to see where it's at now yeah yep. and
2: it's also interesting how often that happens right like we spend all this time before the year the market gets all organized like for who the best players are and then the first couple of weeks throws everything out of whack and then we get to the end of the year and what happens everything kind of drifts back toward who the good players were and who projected the best mm-hmm. that, that happens in like every market all the time like i have i mean even like nfl mvp you see that happen a lot where it's like oh it was actually just mahomes oh like that's actually what happened it actually was just the best guy um that's interesting uh you know Jokic and an nba mvp drifted way out then they come back again that happens too yeah this market's super funny i mean the the thing that we know so this is not necessarily an opportunity to make a boatload of cash to know this but at least we know something uh and we know that yoshida is three to one and he probably should be 100 to one we know that that's true uh Current F war 0.9 B war 0.7. He's played the entire season. Uh, Ryan Noda is a two win player to put that in comparison. So like not close, huge difference played a ton of games. So like, we know Yoshida is incorrectly priced. We've known it for months. Now we just feel more and more confident about it. And the market is starting to drift on him to the point that he'll probably be priced out of it. Barring like a crazy stretch where he hits 500 for two weeks or something. Uh, we know that that's true. So like, Okay, if we know that that's true, then we know that there has to be some kind of opportunity to do something. (laughs) You're still going to have to, like, get it right. Like, you can't just bet everybody, because that would be betting Young and Henderson, and then you still got to leave the door open for somebody else. So it's not like you can build some insane position right now, but, like i would still be kind of in here betting if you have a strong opinion because you have a guy taking a big amount of win probability whose win probability is almost zero now and like he's still three to one yoshida so like the time to stop betting is when he's out then it's like cool now there's nothing to do anymore and maybe the organization is wrong of the players at that point but like the time to bet into this is still around it was better two weeks ago it was even better two weeks before that but like still still around so all right like Gunnar Henderson's probably the most likely player to win. Probably. Like, don't feel super confident about it, but, like, Tim and Young probably won two right now for projection at the end of the season based on what they've done so far and how much better Gunnar has played recently. And then, okay, is there a third player who can catch them? And then this, this is where you get into, okay, when Zach Neto comes off the IL, how does he look? How does Royce Lewis look from now to the end of the year? And how does Ryan Noda look? And it's probably those three guys. Your, people will bring up pitchers. Like, I just don't think Hunter Brown can do enough to be, like, a four-win player or a a three-and-a-half-win player. It just seems really unlikely. And Taj Bradley was insane in his last start. His B-war is, like, 0.1. It's just there's, like, a lot of noise about what this is going to be the rest of the year. Maybe he gets it together, and he pitches for an awesome team. So, like, cool. I just – I'm not betting pitchers here. I'm just not. And they take up all these spots. So – the most interesting thing, kind of like with Strowman, this is like a, a really aggro version of the Strowman thing. When you have a player that no one thinks is going to win and he just keeps doing something, this being Ryan Noda in this instance, at what point is it like, hey, you know, he's winning like in right now. So like, you want to do something about that? Like, and what what is the date at which that becomes like, is it July 1st? Is it August 1st? You want to make sure if you're going to bet, like you don't want to like wait. And then the market's 10 the next day, which can happen in this market at the blink of an eye, like Gunnar Henderson went 25 to three in 36 hours. Like, it's just, that's what happens. I just, I wouldn't want people to miss the boat on at least just having like a couple bucks on this. The guy is 75 to one somewhere and he's winning right now. And it's June. (laughs) Like I just, you know, I think it's worth having a little bit. I think it becomes Henderson and Young a lot of the time, but there are still long shots that have a chance. This is still a congested race, but I think the, the key to everything is that Yoshida is still not even close to priced correctly. That's where the opportunity to bet anybody else comes from.
1: Hmm, interesting stuff. So this this is definitely not my um my wheelhouse in betting. Like I look, I can look at futures and tell you what I like, but the cool thing about this and where this is what I said to you when we first started working together and, and doing some shows is that I always feel like I'm learning something and I want to learn something. And I think people out there listening should, because getting the advice to just take Garrett Cole's name and more than likely scratch him off. or some of these other guys that we've talked about, I think that's extremely helpful to gamblers that are going to bet future markets. Cause people are going to run to all these other players that have no shot at winning and bet it. Not that you want them to stop. Cause that's just going to help you, but, right. but you're giving information out here that people should be, uh, should be listening to. And, um, you know, taking into consideration. Speaking it's of still, uh, stuff to listen to. Still,
2: still not, but, for, still no sure things though, right? So, like, I can, we can, no, I can try to position yourself as best you can. But you know, you still, you're still yeah. going to lose sometimes. So you just try to try to no, make it, the smartest bet you can.
1: We'll get to our power hour of best bets. That's coming up next right here on the BetQL Network.
2: We'll be right back with you. Better you bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.